Well, good evening, my fellow Frighteners fuckheads. So, welcome to our show. It's Mario, decapitated outside the wire, Aguire. And tonight, you are joining us for our very first Halloween special, Foxhole Fright Tales. That's right. We're going to be talking about scary stuff overseas during war, personal uh, tales, tales from the dark side, if you will. Uh, but before we get into this show, I want to go over our sponsors, get those guys out of the way, uh, our spooky sponsors. All right, first, we've got Husto's Gym, Feels Like Family. If you guys want to work out, lose some weight, get healthy, start eating healthy, go to Husto's. Husto's will hook you up. Not only will he get you into fight shape, he'll also get you into uh, uh, sexy shape. So if you want to get thinner, if you want to get jacked, whatever it is you want to do, he's going to help you do it. Visit him at justosgym.com or just check him out on Facebook or even our page because we've got him on there all the time. Uh, next up, we've got Year Round Patriot. As always, I don't have a website because I don't want to work that hard. But if you are looking for patriotic artwork, woodwork, things like that, uh, hit us up at Year Round Patriot. I've got everything for your man cave and or your she shed. I know some people don't believe that's a real thing. It's a real thing. All right. And lastly, we can't do this without Sushi Sonora, as always, holding it strong with that Mexican-Japanese uh, fusion. Go visit them at Sushi Sonora. They've got like four locations throughout the valley. Uh, go hit them up on Facebook and on their freaking website, all right? If you don't know what that is, just Google Sushi Sonora. All right? Are you guys ready for the show, my pretties? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, what the fuck are you? What? What are you doing? What God, are you doing? Hold on. God damn it. You scared the shit out of me. Well, Don't you be fucking walking up on me like that. God. Why are you sitting here listening to I'm fucking recording our oh, first. Are? Yeah. For Fallen 360. Oh. I've got our first Foxhole Fright Night Tales. It's a Halloween special. I'm going to do it. All right. Sit down and shut up. All right. Let's get this show started. Let's, okay. give, let's give these people what they came here for, okay. all right? Fall in! You gotta stop looking back. When you get looking back, is a stiff neck. Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups. Hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. <laughs> Welcome, my ghouls and ghoulettes, to our very first Halloween episode, special, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Foxhole Fright Tales. All right, are you ready? I'm glad you joined me, Crystal. Even though you scared the shit out of me, well, I forgive you, but it is Halloween. Yes. So, you know, thank it's a, you. It's been a scary week. So it has it's been. Like yep. Lots of scariness. Lots of stuff's going on. But anyways, let's get into this because I'm so fucking excited to read these stories and talk and share my experiences. And I know you've got some stuff you want to share, uh, spooky uh, stories that yeah. happened to you when you were younger, uh, besides puberty. Right. <laughs> Probably one of the scariest things, at least for me, it was. So, anyways, all right. Um, we got sponsored out of the way. That's good. I like this new style. I'm going to start doing that more often. Sponsored out of the way at the very beginning. Um, but uh, I do want to talk about some stuff going on this week. So, Abe's not here today. Is he still 
stuck in that haunted house. He's stuck in that haunted house. He he Jeez. had to go to a haunted house. So, uh, well, isn't it more like a freak show? It's like a, yeah, it's one of those crazy ones. So they got like witches all over the place. It's fucking crazy. Just real like demons. And they got this one like Quasimodo looking motherfucker. (laughs) Weird because he's got like T-Rex arms and like little hands, like Donald Trump little hands. (laughs) (laughs) Or I mean, so I've heard. Uh, Anyway, it just makes it even creepier. Not even scary. Just creepy. It's a. I don't know. I've been there before, so I just know he's stuck there. We'll, you know, we'll keep you updated. How about okay. that? Okay. But hey, I, I miss you, buddy. I love you, and uh, hope you get out of that uh, crazy old haunted house soon. All right. Uh, let's see what else we want to talk about. It is Halloween. I know we got some stories we're going to share, but before we get into that, I'm glad you're here because it has been weird for me to talk about this by myself. But our family loves mm-hmm. Halloween. Yes, our family. Our family is, uh, first of all, they're a blended family. So when I came in, when, when my but my my squad mm-hmm. came up against your squad, your mm-hmm. squad wasn't necessarily um, Halloween fans, scary fans, horror fans, yeah, we things like that. We were a, a, a cute Halloween family. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, Mickey well, Mouse we, Halloween or yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> like we had cute things. We had a cute party. All the neighbors, you know, it was a cute setup. Yeah. It was very family friendly. Uh, you know, everything we did too was family friendly a bit. I mean, it, Adam's family friendly. Adam's family friendly. <laughs> I like that. It's true. But, you know, my kids grew up, my, my son, uh, the oldest, you know, is when he was a kid, he, um, he started watching Chucky like way before he should have, right? And um, so then obviously his little sister does the same thing. But now our little guy. And we got loves all this stuff. Yes, I so, used to go by the PG thirteen. You would be thirteen. No, no, that's it. just that's just an option. That's like they're just saying like, hey, look, you know, cigarettes are bad for you, but go ahead and smoke them, right? You this is kind of like, like a suggestion, like, hey, this might be bad for your thirteen year old or 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 child under thirteen. Uh, but if you want to bring them, be our guest. And so I brought them in. You guys kind of put a dash in there, so you're like PG Shit. one to three. My son. My son, our son, Jacob, our son. son, our boy. He um, what was I gonna say? Oh, he started watching rated R movies oh. when he was a kid. And you know those eighties rated R movies? They're not the same as today's rated R movies. No, lots, lots of, of boobies. Yeah, so mm-hmm. not something I wanted him to do, but you know, it just kind of happened that way. So he got into horror movies, and I always was a horror fan and all that. So, anyways, needless to say, our families have now. Combine together and yeah. celebrate Halloween, and we do uh, a lot of cool stuff. We have a, a couple, a uh, friend that's not a couple of friends, but a friend, friends that are cu- a couple. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we, we know a couple. You know a couple. That a happen couple to be our what? friends. <laughs> See, if I say couple of friends, then it's like, couple well, that's friends. two friends or more, right? right? These people are, are together. Are a couple. Like, they do stuff. They're together. <laughs> They also happen to be our friends. Anyways, they have their uh, wedding anniversary, right? On oh, Halloween or yes, like yes, a few yes. days a few days before Halloween. Yes. So they always have a party around oh, that time and celebrating shout that. Shout out to Sam's. Yeah. Shout out to Sam the Sam's family. The Samsons. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so anyway, so that's cool. And they love Halloween, they love dressing up, and then you know, we obviously um, love it too, and we do something very special. You actually put this together a few years back, right? The whole hot dog and... Oh, yeah. We set out up front and we give out hot dogs because we all know what it's like to walk and 
you know, you miss, the kids don't eat because they just want to go out and it takes like, you're out there for two or three hours when they're in that seven year to 12 year range yeah. where it's all about mass candy. You got to get as much candy as possible. Yeah. Um, so then other yeah. uh, parents are always starving. So we're like, here's a hot dog. I don't know. I've never gone out long enough so that I was starving just to throw that out there. But it is nice to walk across a house that has hot dogs. First of all, what? I, I'm starving. I've always been starving because the kids just want to go and they go forever. Yeah, well. I anyway. mean, have you ever had to bring a backup pillowcase? With the backup pillow, oh, yeah. for the extra candy. No, extra. I don't know where your kids go trick or treating. That that's what we always had well, backup pillowcases. Like you'd fill up one, and then you'd. When I was a kid in Mexico, they uh -huh. celebrated Halloween too. It was a little different, not as not as a big, uh, but uh, we used to get oranges and cacahuates. Just peanuts, <laughs> like circus Oranges peanuts. and peanuts? Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you guys are all running from the border. <laughs> Jesus. You know what's funny is my grandpa used to give me that exact same thing on, on Christmas. He oh, was a brown bag. Anybody that's out there, any Mexicans, like real Mexicans from like fucking Juarez and shit, they, uh, you guys uh, give us a shout out because you know what I'm talking about. The brown bag that's got like grease stains on it from I don't know what, I guess the peanut oil. And then it's got a ton of peanuts, and right in the middle is an orange. I mean, you gotta, you gotta what? let me know. Hit me up if you've ever had that happen to you. That's no hardcore Mexican. You guys want and to if you're lucky enough, you if you're lucky enough, you get a you get a few like uh, <laughs> weird candies, you know, like the if you're lucky, the hard candies they would be in there it, without Jeez. wrappers. Yes, all the hard candies that don't come with wrappers, right? They all should come with wrappers. That is no, no, you know, you know that they come in big bags, and then the old ladies just dump them on a little tray. Then so the it, ribbons. It, it, like those, oh, yeah, just kind of okay, like that. Now so I know what you're talking anyway, about. so those type. If you were lucky enough, you got that type of candy in there. Anyways, but like I said, that's weird. It was Halloween and Christmas. Like we got the same shit from our grandpa. Oh so anyway, I got the same stuff from my grandma. So I'm thinking that my grandma and your grandpa. No, I think it's just old people candy. did that. That's oh, all. And it, it has no. It wasn't dirty. No, because that would make us related. <gasps> <so> <laughs> I didn't even think about nope. that's frightening. Hey, let's get into some more <laughs> frightening stuff because uh, we've talked a lot about about us. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Well, I guess we can start talking about some of our experiences. Do you first of all? Do you believe in ghosts? I never thought about it. I never put any thought, but for some Until reason, when? um, two months ago, I started watching Ghost Adventures. And now I watch it all the time. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. Are you obsessed with that main and guy I'm, on the show? <laughs> with no. The, the geek with the no. biceps and the glasses? No. Yeah. Anyways. Although I do like to watch the one where he takes off his shirt and the ghost scratches him. Yeah. That's a different. Yeah. <laughs> that one you have on replay. <laughs> like automatically. Hey, so besides that, so when did you get into that? Um, well, like, Gabby, our oh, daughter, yeah, of course. was playing with it, or she she recorded it, and she was watching it, and she kind of owns the TV, so she just, we just watch whatever she watches, well. um, and so she'll just get on these shows, and normally I don't get into the same shows, like, she watches a lot of, you yeah, know, yeah, the of families, yeah, yeah. or the kids, or whatever, but you but saw this, this one, one well, this she like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, well, what? And and 
it I don't know. It kind of just like sparked my interest. Like, but then you also got into like other scary movies. So this is like the first year yeah. I really seen you get into more. So just for you all, she never saw like the Friday the 13th series, the Halloween series. Like never. you had seen what? Something? A little bit of him? Maybe here and there? Not, not nothing, really. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't know the difference between so, Jason, Michael, none of that. Who's Jason? Wait. Yeah. Just, Jason. Yeah. Who's oh, Jason? he is from... Uh, Friday the 13th. Okay. And then who's the other one? Michael Myers. And who's he from? From Halloween. Oh, there you go. See? I yeah. know that now before That's, I didn't know you it. You did it. And this year, she caught a, a like marathon of all the movies. Like a month out. Yeah. We were, we were looking. We were watching them. The AMC was had like the best Oh, AMC. Run. This has been the best this, year. This has been the best year. And Every single movie. I never wanted to see them. I was like, no, that's. I just did not want to be scared. But now I'm all about it. Like, like I want to go to... Uh, I would sleep in a haunted hotel, which I would never do that before. Let's do it. So maybe it's being older. I'll make the blanket look like a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I believe in ghosts. Well, you you never really answered that. You said you got into shows, but do you believe in ghosts? Well, yes, because I'm spiritual. So then you kind of have to believe it. So, okay. So I do. And I've had a crazy experience. spiritual. Yeah, and I had a crazy experience okay. well, that then, made me well, like, okay. Save it then. Save okay. it. I just wanted to make sure that, I just want to know where we all started from, right? So if you told me you didn't believe in shit, then I'd kick you off. So anyways, good. <laughs> no. So my shit, um, I've always had weird experiences, but my family has always had weird experiences too. So I, I, it's probably where I get it from. Either I'm crazy because I heard them tell these stories and I just believe all this shit, or it just happens to run in our fucking family. So anyways, shit always used to happen. We used to have this place, and don't laugh because the name of the street is this, but we used to call it the Morehouse. Um, the Morehouse, because that was the name of the, that was actually the name of the street, Morehouse. Morehouse, so the house, oh. Yeah, so we just we called it the Morehouse. The Morehouse, Because it was oh. like after the street. Um, but um, anyway, so that's what we called it, uh, just after the street. It was just a silly thing, at, you know, Morehouse, it's the Morehouse house. So you wouldn't okay. say the Morehouse house. You would just say the oh, Morehouse. Okay. Anyways, that just wanted to make that clear why that was so funny to me. It used to be funnier when I was little. I was going to say, I, on a scale of 1 to 10, that was no funny. Morehouse. That's not funny. Because that's the name of the street. I get it. It's not Moore Street. It's Moore House street. street. Where's your house at? On Morehouse Street? Anyways, point is, um, that house belonged to my family. Uh, had many relatives that lived there from my old aunt, uh, my son, my cousins and nephews even, I think. I don't even know what they're doing with it now. I don't know if they sold it or there's some other family member living in it. Point is, that shit has been our family forever. And most of the scary tales told around the campfire, around the old Aguirre house or the Torres house or whoever's house you're at, um, they all came from that house, most of them. So one of them was my cousin. Um, she claimed that when she was a little girl, and other people actually witnessed this too, in, on different occasions there was different things that happened, but one of them was, uh, she, anyway, she claimed that she had a little friend, uh, like a best friend, like a uh, imaginary friend, right? What you Americans call an imaginary friend. In Mexico, that's just because we have nothing else to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, uh, by the way, this house is not in Mexico, but it should be, it's in El Paso, it's almost Mexico. Um, but anyways... Um, one of the times she claimed she was playing with her friend and, uh, she was laying on the bed and she was going up, jumping up and down on the bed 
and uh, my aunt came in and caught her and she asked her why she was doing that but the thing is that she was like literally bouncing up and down right like if you're laying on your on your back and you're literally going up and down not necessarily making the movements to make yourself jump you know like oh. you would probably twist your body or whatever and she was saying that she was laughing but she was saying make him stop make him stop oh. she was talking about that little boy that was supposed to be her friend or whatever imaginary friend oh my and she the my aunt you know claims that she was literally going up and down like with like it looked like somebody was pushing down on the bed to make her jump right they, on the bed did they take that girl to the no church? she ended up marrying a dentist i think <laughs> I don't know what that means, but anyways, <laughs> so there was few stuff like that that happened to her with her with her little friend and things like that. And then when she got older, she remembers him. She like talks about him as if he was like a real person. She's like, oh I, she goes, I know that it's probably imaginary because obviously they didn't exist. But she she goes, I remember vividly all the stuff. Uh, another thing, my speaking of friends or little ghost images or ghost ghost kids, what do you want to call them? Ghost kids. Ooh, my mom, so my mom. Whoa. <gasps> Uh, so, sorry, I'm going to take a sip of this fine Crown Royal Salted Caramel. They're not a sponsor, but they should be. God damn, this stuff is good. I don't care what you guys think about me. Crown Royal Salted Caramel and mm -hmm. Sprite. It's very fallish. Salted it is. caramel. Yeah, that's going to be the new, the new bro, the new uh, <laughs> brosive drink. You know how, you know how uh, what do you call the regular bitches? Oh, basic. Basic um, bitch, and it's a basic, basic bro. Yeah. So the basic bitch likes pumpkin lattes spice or spice latte, lattes. Yes. Basic bros drink salted caramel crown royale. You are a basic <laughs> bro with your salted caramel. All right, anyways, uh, maybe if you guys uh, push this show out enough, we will eventually be uh, sponsored by crown royale. You know what? I'm going to call it right now. The day I get sponsored by crown royale. Mm -hmm. What do I get? You're not getting nothing. Oh. I'm saying that's the day I've made it. Oh. That's all I was going to say. Anyways. Oh, I thought I, thought I was going to All right, no, let me talk about my mom. I'm going to talk about my mom. I'm going to need a drink. So my mom was a little girl in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And same thing, she claimed she had a little friend. Told mm -hmm. you Mexicans love making up friends. We have mm -hmm. nothing else to do. And um, she, but this friend would only come at night. She would only come at night. Sounds I mean, like he she would, had a dirty friend. No, no, no. It, it, so check this oh. out. Oddly enough, yes. eventually he told her he was an angel. No kidding. Like, you know, she's like, okay. So she, like, he thought, you know, this is an angel that she's playing with every night. Now, that could also be because, you know, we grew up Catholic. And Catholic, there's a lot of Catholic guilt. Mm -hmm. You know, they scare you into trying to do the right thing. Well, I've met your mother. And I Anyways, can see that God well, sent listen, an angel. Listen, listen. Just before, that. she was a little girl. I, she was a little girl. Listen. what was coming. Jesus. And um, anyways, one night, he came to her. And every night they played, they played in her room or they played in the house. But she was up playing with him in the middle of the night. This time he asked her to step outside with him so he could play outside in the, in the patio. And uh, she got this real weird feeling, right? And then um, he asked her again. He goes, come on, let's go play outside. Let's go play outside. And then as he was leaving, um, she said no again one last time. And he left and he turned back and looked at her, had red eyes. And then when he stepped outside, <gasps> the whole outside was red, and then it, the door just closed. So, I just got ghost pimples. Yeah. <gasps> She's like, I think that if I would have stepped outside with him, I would have probably died. Like, he was, like, taking me to somewhere else. And maybe it wasn't <gasps> even an angel. <laughs> that is spooky. A lot, a lot of crazy shit happens to my family. I, my, so here's another one that goes <laughs> hand in hand. My dad. 
my dad, same thing in Mexico, one night. And the, the most he'll admit is that he was drunk, right? <laughs> uh, he won't say no more. But he was. it was a night of drinking, and he was out with friends, and he saw this uh, really beautiful woman and uh, as he was coming out of the bar, and he saw her walking down the street and walking down the street, and he kept following her down the alleys and everything else, and she was kind of going around from building to building, and she kept, like, turning to him and, like, signaling with her finger, come here, like, follow me, and he kept following, like, following her, following her. Eventually, she got to this one building, and um, when she was opening the door, she turned and looked at him, and he swears that he saw, like, the devil's face. Oh, I don't like And he that. stopped, right? And then he... Um, he was like, oh, it was, it was, it was crazy. And like, she kept telling me to come in and come in. And he goes, I didn't. I had to like, it was hard, but I had to get away. And so I eventually got away. And then he said that he woke up and it was a dream, right? So it was oh. actually a dream. He, this was an actual dream he had. Well, the next day he went to my aunt's house where they lived like, you know, this is Mexico, like next to each other. This wasn't the Moore house? No, this is the, uh, my, the uh, this is my dad's side um, in uh, Mexico. Anyways, so um, he went over for breakfast and, uh, she was saying, she goes, oh my God. She goes, I had the worst nightmare last night. She goes, I dreamt that you were dying and you were calling out my name. Oh. oh. My aunt was dreaming that about my dad while my dad was like almost sleeping with the devil. Oh my God. El Tango de la Muerte. Satan loves your family. What's up with that? I don't that? know. But anyways, maybe that's why I'm so twisted. Yeah. All right. So that's a few just to kind of get us started. We've got way better ones, though. These are just personal ones. And that, they're not even real personal because it didn't happen to me. I haven't even yeah. talked about the shit that's happened to me. I'm, I'll share that stuff later or maybe not. I don't know. But um, you um, have some stories to tell. And we are going to share them off the Internet because we have some really cool, interesting stories that happened way before our time. Yes. And we don't know any of these people. So... The first one is going to be, uh, it's a World War II story. Ooh. Let me get it up for you right here. <laughs> it's not the first time I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one is Man in the Attic. Ooh. So. A-T-T-I-C. These are all off of Ranker.com. I don't even know what that means. Ranker. But just to give credit where credit is due. Um, here you go. Man in the Attic. So this is a World War II story. Or it's not a World War II story, but it, it's based on or connected to World War II somehow. So someone in World War II hid in an attic. No, I read this you haven't. already. Okay. Ready? Go. In Colmar, France, a young woman experienced something strange in the summer of 1991. Her family had just moved into a new house and she found a hole in the wall of the attic. Through the hole, she could see another room, but as far as she could tell, it had no door. She felt something strange coming from the hole, but didn't investigate. Later, she went back with the flashlight and saw something. There was a young man sitting on the floor, his knees against his chest, his arms were crossed on his knees like he was hugging himself. He turned his head toward us and smiled. We bolted out of the room and went to the storage room. My heart was pounding. I was out of breath. I first thought it was a real person, but he had no color. It was like a 3D dark shadow, and we never heard any footsteps. My friend refused to admit that we saw a ghost, and we never talked about it. 
my grandmother learned later that our house was a clandestine printing office during World War II. The owners printed slogans against the Germans. But I think that there was something else in that house. I believe that the secret room was used to hide people. And maybe that's what you saw. Hmm, that's pretty creepy. What do you think? Yeah, I think with all, like, you're hiding people to save their life. Yeah, but still scary to see that. Like, whether, like, would you be more scared if it was an enemy? Like, if it was a German soldier versus a, I mean, it's still a spirit, right? What can it do? One, maybe one's evil, one's not. But then again, was that German soldier really evil? He was being forced to do all this. Anyways, my point is, what would you be more scared of? Uh, the German one. So yes. if you saw a kid like that, like in the story, yeah, that was kind of innocent but creepy because he's holding his knees and crying. Well, I and then, for him. No, I know, but you that wouldn't scare you? I mean, I would scare me because I'm seeing a ghost, but then I would be like, can I, like, maybe they just most need of to them, pass Most on. of them don't stick around long enough for you to have a conversation with them. So what I'm saying is, essentially, if you saw that versus a German soldier, I don't know if I'd be more scared of one or the other. I think I'd be more scared. I think I might be actually more scared of that kid. Because it's sad. Because it's sad and it's there. And then this German soldier, you're like, oh, I see you. you lot. We already beat you guys. <laughs> we like, won I'm not this, scared of you. We've already won this one. So anyways, oh. but you want to hear another World War II story? Yeah. So towards the end of uh, World War II, the Japanese soldiers in Singapore and New Guinea, I believe, they began eating captured prisoners of war. Did you know that? Eating? Yes. Like, like prisoners of war. Barbecue? Them. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if it's Korean barbecue. It's, they're, in, <laughs> they're, in Jap they're in Japan, so obviously it's not Korean. But no, like eating the fucking prisoners of war towards the end. Why? Because. Oh, it's not even they because. Have food? No, it's not because they were starving. Uh, they were just doing it because they could. That's it. But that's a <coughs> kind of a little side piece of history oh, that most people don't know. I didn't Soldiers be getting bored and doing stuff. Yep. No, I'm serious. Like they sometimes the prisoners were already dead, and sometimes they were just hacked into pieces. Oh. Yep. Look it up. It's a true story. Just look it up. Japanese soldiers eat uh, or cannibals. Not See, eat cannibals. You don't Japanese even need ca put Japanese stories. People stories are just yeah. That's bad. a real. That's a real that's one. That's just horrible. You don't even need ghosts. Speaking of World War Two, that's why I mentioned it because um, that your story was related. To World War Two, well, so was it? The house was uh, it was probably used as a yeah a hiding spot. Maybe yeah. Anne Frank. Maybe Anne. Frank. Was Anne Frank from France? I think so, huh? Ooh, or Germany? Oh, we're gonna come off as dumb, and I'm supposed to know all this shit, right? Yeah. Anyway, so okay, I've got a really really cool one okay. for you. This one is my favorite because I read about this a while back, and it just came to me today, and I remembered it. But here it is. I'm going to read this. Operation Wandering Soul. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's during Vietnam. Uh -huh. um, our military, our uh, psychological operations, our psychop, right, started uh, playing a big role in, in the military in Vietnam and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this story to you. This is something that our psyops people did to the Vietnamese uh Soldiers when they were out in the, in the field. So Operation Wandering Soul was a propaganda campaign exercised by the U.S. forces during the Vietnam War. The operation played off the belief of many Vietnamese in the wandering soul. It is the Vietnamese belief that the dead must be buried in their homeland. 
or their soul will wander aimlessly in pain and suffering. Vietnamese feel that if a person is improperly buried, then their soul wanders constantly. They can sometimes be connected on the anniversary of their death and near where they died. Vietnamese honor these dead souls on a holiday when they return to the site where they died. U.S. engineers spent weeks recording eerie sounds and altered voices, which pretended to be killed Viet Cong, for use in the operation, with the intended purpose of instilling a sense of turmoil within the enemy, the desired result being for the soldier to flee his position. Helicopters were sometimes employed to broadcast recordings in which the voices called on their descendants in the Viet Cong to defect and cease fighting. The extent of the operation's success is unknown. The Viet Cong usually encountered return fire if they reacted to the recordings, thus nullifying the intended outcome of the operation. So, the end, they don't know if it really worked or not, um, but it's a pretty cool story. How creepy is that? First that of all, so creepy. I mean, that's our psyops, right? Trying to play off of these beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Which a lot of third world countries have some really cuckoo beliefs. I know I came from Mexico and we have some really crazy stuff that we believe in down there, right? But, um, well, you know what? And it is, a, and it, we well, we have some witnesses. You're right. So we have our own, good. yes, we have our own folks <laughs> here. It's even so, but you get it and anywhere yeah. you go, but especially in these countries like that, uh, where especially religious. Countries, oh, you yeah. know, you believe in the afterlife and the spirits and all that shit. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny that our psych ops people, our military, was using that kind of shit. Like, where was that in Iraq? I wish that we would. <laughs> I would have loved to have done some shit like that, you know. But anyways, do you want to know what's even spookier? What? I actually found a recording of the sounds no. that they would play in the jungle. Oh no! I'm I gonna can't. play it for you right now. I can't. This is the best part. I can't. If anything, I'm glad, and you will be glad that you waited till this point. Uh, and I'm talking to the listeners because this is the best part. Um, anything after this, go ahead. Feel free to stick around. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. I have some great stuff. But this is the pinnacle. The pinnacle. This is it right here. Check this out. This is our military psyops playing it for the enemy in Vietnam. In the jungle. You hear that? That sounds crazy, right? I die. So that... Uh, oh, no. Imagine being in the jungle. No. Just in the, in the dark jungle. No, sir. Anyways, that is what they play for them. In hopes that they would flee. They said sometimes they return fire, but then what if other times they heard it and they left and we just never knew that they were even there? <laughs> uh, I might need to flee. <laughs> That sounds that cool, right? It's wretched. So yeah, at first I thought this has to be like some kind of joke, right? Mm -hmm. Like we did that and then yeah, looked it up more and there seems like it's legit. So if anybody knows, that'd be cool if I knew somebody <gasps> that worked on this, either that helped put it together or that was in the copter or an infantry guy on the ground as this shit was playing out there cuz I would be like I'd be scared. If I was okay. on our side, I'm like, look, I'm glad I'm glad we're here, but these fucking sounds are tripping me out. And then you gotta imagine, remember, it was like Vietnam, so a lot of these guys oh, might have been high wow. on like meth or something, or I don't know, not meth, but uh, what, what do you what heroin back then? Heroin and, and can I just say that this marijuana was how popular. badass Vietnam vets are compared to today because Vietnam vets they invented ghosts to play in the jungle, 
we have David Koresh and we played Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And he also played Metallica. Metallica. Hey, you're I telling mean, me Achy Breaky Heart would not get you out of that fucking, like, 24-7 playing that song would not get you out of your castle or your whatever? Yeah, your... but not with class. <laughs> they fucking me. Oh, Don't shit. do that. Don't I, do that. I swear I saw something. Stop it. I swear I saw something right there. Like, it just flashed across the... Stop it. Stop oh, it. I hate you when you do no, this. No, okay. Let's keep going. Let's just, let's just finish. All right? Let's just finish up. Because we got to... It's getting crazy in here. It's getting I don't a little like scary. this. No, no, no. no let's just finish. No more All right. No more playing. Watch music. No, 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 no. Stop. What if you are summoning people? No. Please don't. <laughs> no. That's, oh, You're that's summoning up. them. Anyways, cool story from Vietnam, right? Oh. Right. Got that one out. I can't. Um, all right. So um, you, mm-hmm. let's get into your personal story now that you're a little oh, bit. Oh, my god. Tell me about your your experience that you said you had. Maybe this is why I'm so And I don't think you've ever told me this, by the way. And maybe you I have. Let me, you haven't told me today, so I don't know which story it is, but I don't know if I've heard it before. I haven't told you this one because... Um, it was so freaky and it's like, it's just unbelievable. But okay. So I was in Iraq and most of your listeners were in Iraq or Afghanistan. So you guys know that like the females have these shower trailers. So we were supposed to always use the buddy system, but we never did because there was never enough females. So one time I went into the shower And I was taking a shower, I was by myself, and I saw this, like, humongous seven-foot shadow. I was going to say, careful what you say. (laughs) Seven foot. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I mean, seven-foot shadow that was so real like a human. Like, I could see the bare feet. It was so freaky. And then it appeared and it disappeared. And so I am just dying. Wait, you were in the shower? Like in, in the, the shower. With the little, that, just the little curtains, right? With the little we curtains. in the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, yeah. Like, oh, it's just a small fucking so I was, trailer. Yeah, so I'm thinking, is someone in here? Because someone will die. We had knife showers. So I was like, we, we were scared. Your, your knife in the shower with you? We had, it, it was around their neck. Oh, that, yeah. Whatever. Stupid ass shit. <laughs> anyways. Well, we're just trying to not get raped because right. you guys are assholes. <laughs> um, anyways, um, it just disappeared straight away. And then next, next to me, I'm by myself and the shower garden next to me opens, but nobody is there. We are I am just dying. I'm like, forget this. I'm not going to rinse and repeat. I'm just going to get, get out of here. the fuck out. Okay, so I get in, um, go back to my chew. Um, the next day, you know, I had to tell the other females. They're like, oh my gosh, I had something happen to me like that. It was so scary. We're like, oh, this is so crazy. It gets worse because then like a couple weeks later, my roommate, she's sleeping in the bed, and she sees this this figure, and at first she thought it was me because she saw my name tag, and um, so she was like, oh, Reedy, and then she realized when she looked over, I'm in my bed sleeping. 
I was probably snoring. <laughs> I was in my bed, and somebody is standing over her with my uniform on, that with the name tag, everything. She froze, and she was, um, she just froze, and then the figure got close to her face. It got right near her and growled. Was oh, this a shadow figure? Yes. I've had shadow figure too. You don't even. You oh, don't even you don't know. Anyway. And it growled at her. And she though. could not even move. She just kept her eyes closed until the morning time. And then she reported it. We all talked about it. We're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then this, the last thing we experienced before we left was that we were in the room and you know how like the back of the shoes had a window while ours did with like kind of curt like blinds the shoes stood for containment housing units yes so that's where you lived and you had like one roommate it's a trailer pretty much yeah and in the back there was a window with blinds and someone knocking and knocking 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 and we're just annoyed we're thinking oh it's you know just somebody you know, playing pranks or whatever. So we open up the blinds, we see two red lights, or two red eyes. It's like, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm done. <laughs> it was Jesus? I'm like, I was, and Jesus was coming. Maybe it was a possessed Iraqi. Uh, maybe. Wait, so what happened? Um. Well, then it disappeared, like we just screamed, and then it disappeared. But then after that, we just went full we write Bible verses and hung them all over. Shut up. Yes. Hey, so that's weird, but that is, that was Iraq, right? Yes. So a lot of shit does happen in Iraq. There's a lot of like like dead souls and stuff. You know, people always talk about war, how yes. some of the war sites, like Civil War, and obviously every war yeah. I've been out there, but uh, specific ones for, for us, that there's a lot of activity, like ghost activity and shit like that. There is, and I've read a lot of stories, and all of the military stories... That you hear from Iraq that people think that they have a ghost. Common occurrences are that it's a it's a dark shadow figure. Yeah. Um, that it um dresses like um like someone like one I read was like a marine. There was a ghost type figure. He saw it out the window, and it was a kid who had been blown up by an IED. That's just called PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> but then when he went out, because you know how yeah, he would yeah, break yeah. outside right. of the house or the building yeah. so that you could see footprints or whatever right, right, right. him up. So there'd then be there'd be nothing. So this is like such a common thing over there. So, but you're right. So that happened to, something like that happened to us actually. So we had, and this was over in Iraq as well. We were out on patrol one night, and we, because we used to do, I was on a team that just did patrols during the day and during the night, just depending on your schedule. And um, we were out, and we had a checkpoint, which was, we were surrounded by three, um, what do you call them, Iraqi police uh, checkpoints, all leading up to that base, it was southern Iraq. And um, each one of them was like checkpoint one, two, and three, right? Not very creative. But we'd go and spend time with those guys and build relationships. You know, at the time, we were all trying to do the, uh, what was it? Uh, Win the hearts and minds of the Iraqis, right? So we would go out there and give them firewood. Sometimes, like, yeah, believe it or not, it gets fucking cold in Iraq. And um, they had nothing. They had, I think two of them had, like, a small little shelter thing where, like, two people fit in it, right? And, like, a checkpoint. Like, you would think, like, with a window, right? The freaking um, fries... um, 
what do you call it? The uh, the drive up where they take your car, uh, valet parking. The fried valet <laughs> parking people have better booths than these fucking Iraqi police. You know, they um they, they it was shitty and it was aluminum, so it was hot as hell and during the day. So and then there was always like four or five of them, if not more, just hanging out. Some of them didn't even get paid; they just hung out with their friends and their AKs, <laughs> and they borrowed a uniform. So, anyways, there was um it was one night. It was cold. It was it was around this time, so it was cold over there, and we were taking them firewood, just extra shit that we would find or trash or garbage, anything they could burn. And um, they loved it, right? And we'd take them water and shit like that. And um, this one night, you know, we were out. And once again, it was that time where we were trying to win the hearts and minds of the Iraqis. And uh, for some reason, we all kind of had this weird chill about us. We had been talking like, you know, scary stories and sharing our personal stuff too. And um, we were all kind of in this weird mood. And so we stopped by this checkpoint and um, we started talking to the in- interpreter and the Iraqi police. And one of them actually spoke English. You know, he actually said, you know, if you graduate high school here in Iraq, you know, you um, will know English. And so he was like the one English guy, right, uh, besides our interpreter. So, But he spoke pretty well. So he would tell us stories and shit and share, like, what's going on and all that stuff. And so this night we all just kind of gathered. We set up, obviously, our little security. So we had our two vehicles facing the opposite ways. And we still had the gunners up there and stuff. And But our... Sergeant wanted to talk to them and chill out for a while, right? And so a few of us that were, you know, uh, riding along too, we are out there with them and kind of stood by each other as we talked to the interpreter and the Iraqi police. And this one guy started telling us a story, uh, and everybody started chiming in about the desert and what mm-hmm. shit that they see there because they're literally, like, think of, think of a highway, like the I-10 going to El Paso, like, but the loneliest parts of it. Just desert, right? Where it's isolated uh, through a lot of parts of New Mexico yeah. and even Arizona, where it's just desert yeah. out in the open. And then it's one, like, it's just, you know, 50 miles or more of stretch of road. Mm-hmm. And they're right in the middle. And the closest thing to them are either people in the desert, about a few miles away, um, or us. We were about five miles from, mm-hmm. you know, the base, or they were. And so we were, that That was the closest thing, right? Other than that, they had nothing, right? And then the nearest village was, you know, about 10 miles. So they were literally stuck in the desert, like nothing oh. out there, nothing to do. But, you know, they so they experienced a lot. They would talk about all these Iraqi soldiers and American soldiers, people that had died there. Because this was south, so this was by the... Um, I forget what they called it, but the I think it was the Highway to Hell or Highway from Hell or something. But it was the one during the first Gulf War oh, yeah. where the A-10 bombers just oh, went and destroyed the whole highway yeah. as the, the Iraqi army was trying to flee. Yeah. Right? This was close to that. Like it, in certain times, if you were high enough, you could actually see that 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 that, that road. Oh, uh, wow. So this is how close we were to that area. So that area was pretty spooky. Like, And there was, I remember when we'd go on patrol all the time, we had like, we'd run into old tanks all the time. Oh like these are gosh. from like from like obviously the Gulf War because they were completely destroyed and and just uh, uh you know full of um, oxidation and all that other yeah. shit rust and stuff, uh but anyways so they kept going on and on telling us all these stories and all this stuff about what uh what oh god are you seeing things still like, oh my goodness I can't even <laughs> that was scary stop it stop it stop being scared anyways listen. So they kept talking about all the different souls and the lost, you know, the people that that had died there in that area and all the souls walking around and stuff. And it was pretty creepy. Uh, We were really getting into it because their their eyes started to like, 
have that, you know that sparkle right before you're about to cry, like a tear, like you're getting tears in your eye, and then you get like a sparkle in your eye, that kind of tear like that? That's what these guys were looking like. They were looking like they were about to cry and like tear up. You're like, oh man, that's, when they're fucking tearing up because they're hearing these stories that they've experienced, like yeah, you I'm know sure that my shit. Yeah, eyes look like that right now. Yeah, like I'm sure that you're like, God damn it! Like this is coming from the soul. Yes. These guys ain't lying, man. These guys are like supposed to be like Middle Eastern men, right? With beards and fucking chest hair coming out of their fucking butthole. <laughs> yeah, I said chest hair coming out of their butthole. Anyways, and that's because that happened. It really is. That's how long it was. But anyways, these dudes. And they're fucking crying in front of a bunch of soldiers. Oh. So you're like, God damn it. This shit is fucking getting real, man. Like, these guys believe this stuff. These guys have seen what they're talking about. Like, on the desert, as they're talking these stories, we start hearing all these fucking things. Like, people walk around the bushes. I'm telling you, it's the highway, and we're in the middle of it, right? And so it's literally one lane going north and one lane going south. and, And that's it. And after that, it's all desert. So you're within 20, 30 feet. Um, and these aren't highway, like, highway yeah. lanes. These are, like, shitty Iraqi lanes, right? So they're not big. Yeah. So it's not a big highway. And uh, around us is all desert, but there's some bushes, and we keep hearing a rustling, right? And one of the guys, oh, no, no. He goes, I think it's a cobra. It's a cobra. He was there. there was a cobra there uh, a few weeks ago, and, you know, we, we found it. We caught it. We killed it. And he goes, so there's, but there's a bunch of them out there. That's what it is. Okay, sure. We kept talking that stories. Doesn't make kept... me feel any better that there's no, but that that was no, but that was normal. Not supernatural. But that was normal, right? That's like a cobra in night like that. Like we pulled up, we ran up on them a few times where they were like, we're like, why are they all in the, well, the night vision? Like, there's two MPs or not MPs, but uh, Iraqi police like mm-hmm. running around <laughs> in the desert, right? And we're like, what the fuck? And we'd go find out that they were chasing those little cobras around. Oh. So, anyways, I know. I so me. they. Um, Telling it gets boring out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's so we're around the fire still chatting, and we continue to chat and talk, and everybody's like, okay, we start feeling better. Like, okay, Cobra, you're right. Cobra, that, that's much better than the fucking ghost, right? But we have our guys. We have our gunners. Everyone, they all got MVGs and stuff. They're looking around and scanning. They're like, there's nothing out there, man. They're like, there's nothing out there. You guys are making shit up, because they, they obviously they didn't hear nothing. I don't know why. But then, um, so we start looking around. We start... Uh, uh, kind of like trying to get out, you know, trying to finish the conversation. And these guys kept talking and they kept all telling all these different fucking stories of all these people. These like shadow figures, like you're saying, oh. shadow figures, like red eyes or red or red dots like that. Like they, they kept saying all this shit and we just kept like, you know, just trying to, okay, cool. That's, that's cool. And honestly, like our sergeant kept saying that it was because we need to get back. But I honestly believe that everybody was just getting a little bit scared. Like, yes. everybody's like, okay, so kind of uneasy. And it wasn't even like, we're going to get attacked uneasy. Like, it was like, this is creepy. Like, yeah, it, the it, exorcist is about to start. Something like that. And so it was weird because kind of, we all felt it. We talked about it later, but we all kind of felt it, right? So, all right. So we're like, okay, so it's time to go. And we start saying our goodbyes and shit. And all of a sudden, we start hearing this shit again. Just start hearing again, again, and again. And all of a sudden, nope. um, our guys are like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Everybody, and so we put on our MVGs. We're looking around. All of us are looking like a bunch of morons, right? And so nothing. There's nothing. There's like, You can't even Like even a trail, like if it was a snake or something, or you, there's nothing. I turn into bird dog so, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm out. <laughs> all right. So needless to say, we didn't see shit. Uh, and right before you know, we left and we all stopped, you know, our, our Humvee guys, our um, gunners. We're doing like final scans and stuff as we're all trying to load up. And then 
as we're trying to get in, it's kind of quiet. And these Iraqi police guys are kind of freaked out too. They're like, fuck, because now they're going to be left alone. No lights, no nothing, right? Because our Humvees are the only light they had besides our light because their generators never worked, you know? So their lights never worked. And so now you could tell, like, God damn it. Like, these guys are, like, scared as fuck. And all this is happening. And then they're like, even one of the guys, by the way, before we even started hearing this, one of the guys said, we're going to see something tonight because we're talking about it. Oh. He's like, he's like, I just know it, right? And that was one of the guys that was tearing up. You're like, God damn it. Like, these guys aren't fucking with us, right? Like, it's real. And I go, and if they are fucking with us, that is the best joke ever, right? (laughs) So, but uh, anyways... So we're about ready to go. We're, we're loading up and we hear it again. Just this rustling. I mean, it's loud. You're like, it's the type of rustling where you're like, there's someone like running right there. Yeah. Not like, oh, it could be, you know what? If there is someone, it's like way out there. Or if it's something else, it's too far. We can't see it. No, no. It was right there and it was yeah. hard. Hard enough for us to hear it. And uh, everybody turned right and looked. And they're like, and everybody this time turned to the same spot. Normally, it was kind of all around us. This time, it was very like concentrated in this one area. And we all turn. I look, and there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And we all have RMBGs on our, our driver. Or not our driver. I mean, the, the gunner. He's like, I know where. Like He's like, I was looking in that direction when I heard it. And he goes, I'm looking at where the sound came from. And he fucking swears that when he, so he took off his MVGs. When he took off his MVGs, he saw a dark shadow figure with like, a tint of like red eyes or dots, whatever, uh-huh. like in the in the in the um, in the bushes, and then it took off. No, then it took off, but only when he took off his MBGs did he see that. And everybody else, like nobody aside, but as soon as he's fucking said it, he like just fucking yelled out, like he's fucking running. Everybody's looking, whatever, and there's nothing there. There's no. nothing there. But when he took out his MBGs, he saw this like shadow figure, just like 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 hiding behind the bushes, oh, like just looking no. at him, like ooh. Oh no! Those fucking Iraqi police guys were right, man. That oh. that shit. And then everybody just had this weird. And when so when he said it, like nobody doubted him at that point. It was weird, but nobody doubted. They're no. like, no, because like we all had seen some shit or heard some shit. So are you here? You're hearing some stuff, huh? I'm not. All right. Tonight. I'm so much. <laughs> it oh. is getting creepy. <laughs> Anyways, I've got a story for you to share. Uh, this is a um, this is a short one. It's a quick one. I don't think this one is so bad. Maybe to get you back on track so you can relax a little bit. So just read this one. This one is the mystery of the L eight blimp. This one's not necessarily a horror story, but it's I think it's a pretty cool story. I need like unicorns and rainbows. The mystery of the L eight blimp, as read by Crystal Reed. All right, here you go. All right, in nineteen forty two, a blimp took off from Treasure Island in the Bay Area on a submarine spotting mission with a two-man crew. A few hours later, it came back to land and crashed into a house in Dowie City. Everything on board was in its proper place. No emergency gear had been used, but the crew, the crew was gone. They were never found. That's crazy. That's another World War II story right there. That is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I am going to finish this off with this one story that I saw in here, and I thought this is super cool. It's right up my alley. I like history. I like the occult. She like that. So I do not like the occult. Once again, you do not like the cold. That's I don't different. like the cold. Or the occult. Neither. You don't <gasps> like it. We should have had a um, 
Ouija board or Uji board? Uji, yes. Uji. Is that uh, the Ouija's? It's a cheaper version of the Ouija board because you were broke as fuck <laughs> when you were little. You didn't have the Ouija board. You had a Oji. Okay, so it's a Ouija board? It's Ouija. Ouija? Yeah. Like you know, a squeegee. that's kind of a cute name for something that... Um, it's evil. Oh, see, I don't like you. I'm done. Oh, I'm shit. I'm done. Why don't we videotape this stuff? That was funny. She just jumped, by the oh, way. Oh, my God. All right, so let me read this story. Okay. And I'll close us off with this. Uh, anything you want to say before I read this story? You regret sitting here with me recording today? I regret it. You are not going to sleep. I I'm not. I tell. All right, anyways, let me begin. Nazis and the occult. Oh, I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my sexy voice. Mm-hmm. One former Navy serviceman uh, recounted his chilling experience while he was living aboard a barge in Norfolk, Virginia, in 1999. He and another crew member shared a fondness for World War II history, so his friend gave him a strange book. It was about the Nazis trying to find and use occult artifacts to help them win the war. He writes. By the way, this was covered in um, Indiana Jones. Oh, was it? Yes. So it's factual. Yeah, the Nazis, the Nazi, the the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis uh, were known, and Hitler was known for collecting like these uh, special artifacts, like the Spear of Destiny. That's the one in. Um, I don't know if that was covered in Indiana Jones, but you know, there's a plenty of movies. That was tenacious D. No, not tenacious. That's the pick of destiny. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Do you know what the spear of destiny is? Do you is know that, that, that spear that, that spear Jesus, Jesus with, right? Supposedly, mm-hmm. that's the one that... So anyone in, in, in control of that uh, can control the world, right? So Napoleon Bonaparte, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly was known to have uh, had that spear when oh. he was doing all his conquering. So a lot of other... People that have tried to conquer the world have been known to have that. And so Hitler may have or have not found that he spear. He must have lost it because he died. Well, I don't know where it is now. I don't know if it is exists anywhere. I don't know if it ever did exist. I don't know who has it or what it is. But mm. I know that a lot of leaders have always tried to... Um, the Bush family has it. The Bush family has it, yeah. So anyways... For those not uh, overly religious, the Spear of Destiny was the spear used by the Roman soldiers uh, Longinus. Is that his name? You're, you're a Christian. I'm a Catholic, so I should know this. Longinus to pierce the side of Christ during the crucifixion. The myth went that anyone that possessed Longinus' spear would hold God-like powers. The Nazis were crazy enough to believe in that stuff. One night, he was reading the book before going to bed. It was a chapter about uh, Reichführer Heinrich Himmler. Himmler, you know, the, the Nazi like scientist guy who killed all the people. Probably saying it all incorrectly and butchering this, but Reichsführer Heinrich Himmler, who led an archaeology team for the SS during the war. After that, he put the book under his pillow and falls asleep. Later that night, he awoke to the sounds of slow, heavy footsteps walking through the bunks in the dark. Once the footsteps passed him, all of a sudden, the curtains to my rack began to blow in towards me, and I can't even describe the cold that accompanied it. It was as if a freezing wind was howling in upon me, and I could feel my low, uh, my jaw lock tight, my teeth instantly becoming a solid block of ice that froze and fused together. 
Uh, this is him saying this stuff, by the way. I grew up in Michigan and had never known such cold in all my life. I tried to carry out as the cold pierced me uh, deeply to the core, like 10 million frozen needles stabbing me. He heard the footsteps pass him again and the door to the sleeping compartment open and close. Everything returned to normal. He gave the book back to his friend the next day and told him what had happened. The friend laughed it off, but a few weeks later, he experienced the exact same thing. All right, so what do you think of that story? I thought that was, uh, I think it was creepy. Hitler. It was very creepy. I think Hitler was a ghost that was appearing. Yeah, I think Hitler was not going away. Or the other guy, Heimlich, Himmler, whatever the fuck his name was. That's Heimler, true. Himmler. He was, um, I don't know, apparently he was the, the guy that was uh, trying to look for all those uh, those archaeological oh. findings or whatever, like the spear. The spear. The, um, what was the first Indiana Jones movie about? It was with they're looking for the, the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, the Ark of the Covenant. Crystal Skull. I don't know. Number four? The I'm worst sorry. one is the one you remember? I don't know. I don't, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I barely remember any of them. As that. number one. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to haunt you. Uh, you'd be a I'm horrible gonna, ghost. Nah, -uh, I'm gonna. You know how I know you'd come at you'd visit me at night? Because all the fucking fridge would be gone. The what? All the food in the fridge would be gone. That's how I know <laughs> your ghost would visit me. I'm like, oh, Crystal's back again. <laughs> And the room smells like fart. Oh, no. Don't blame them on um, Ghost Crystal. That is you. And that's Easton, actually. He's got the worst <laughs> farts. Anyways, so, any more scary stories? No. Okay. Okay. Wow. I um, think that it was an amazing first uh, Foxhole Fright Tales. Is that what it was? Yeah, call I think that's my last. I never want to come back and do this. Yeah, I'm you scared. suck. Oh, what? <laughs> I just kidding. It's just scary. Did you hear that? That's actually really cool, right? Like you can hear the train right now. Oh, yes. That, how awesome and it was is that? Ghost train. Do you know how many people commit suicide in a year in front of the train? How many? Lots. Really? That's how yeah. they choose to go by train? Yeah. So I mean, right now the train going out there is pretty scary. But you know what else could be pretty creepy to to? No! No! Stop! I know we're not playing those. We're not playing those. All right. Well, no, we're not doing this. Everybody, hope no. you enjoyed the show. No. Show up, enjoyed the show for Crystal Can't Stand the Lost Souls album recordings. Reading, I am Mario <laughs> Decapitated outside the wire. Aguire, you guys take care and happy Halloween. Suckers. That's awesome. And if that ever goes camping with that's us. That's awesome. Oh, done. Why done. Would you... done. Done. All right. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> You're welcome that I saved it. I saved it. I saved it. Let's go back.